0: This is Bob Buchanan, Arizona Lodge number two, and I'm here speaking on the level with Cameron Treadwell. Cameron, why don't we start out by you telling me your yes, full name? Yes, from Let, let's ignore that. Let's tell me your full name, the name of your home Blue Lodge, and any offices or titles you have connected to that lodge.
1: Um currently uh my name is Cameron Treadwell. I'm at Lodge Peoria thirty one, which is off of eighty third and uh in Peoria, uh down here in Peoria, and I'm currently uh junior deacon but uh, the last few nights, I've been sitting as the, the the senior deacon, which has been really exciting. And then I am also in, in charge of our Bikes for Books program, which is a big pro- program here at Peoria 31.
0: So you and I are actually in the exact same seat. I'm also the junior deacon at number two. And the way I met you was when we were going through the Scottish Rite. That's right. So tell tell me, obviously you're a member of Scottish Rite. Any other appendant bodies you're a member of? Oh, uh,
1: no. Um, Scottish Rite is the only other uh, lodge that I belong to, uh, the, the West Valley Lodge of, of Perfection. And then um, I'm actually currently looking for uh, a motorcycle club. I'm hoping to join here pretty soon, but I have not joined yet.
0: Oh, really? Mm-hmm. you looking at, uh, do you mind saying which one you're looking at? Um... Riders of right the third of the third degree. degree. Yeah, Have you talked to Mike about it?
1: Um, no, I was told to talk to um, the gentleman that does the the pitchers. He, he's the leader. Um, Tony Hernandez. Tony Hernandez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony he's Green. worshipful
0: master at uh, uh, Paradise Valley Silver Trout. No, he's he's worshipful master at. Um, Phoenicia. Phoenicia. Absolutely, yeah. yeah I've, I've seen him, but I have not. Well, when you see him. Mike, Mike, when you're DDGM, when he comes, he's a member, too. You can ask him. Always. Ask can him
1: I, just, yeah, I He did tell me. He did tell me that. Absolutely.
0: So tell me, if you can, think back to when you first uh, heard of this thing called Freemasonry. Do you remember what that, when that was? I absolutely do. Um, I, My best friend, which is
1: actually the master of the lodge right now, Michael Gaddy, Um, he, is, he works for an eyeglass company. And two of the Worshipful Masters that were actually of uh, Peoria 31 came in to get lenses at his, uh, his location. And he helped the, the gentleman a couple of times. He noticed that they had some jewelry on and, and were very polite and very nice and uh, he asked them about the symbol on their ring. And it was uh, an old ring that uh, was actually handed down to one of the Masters at the time. And he explained exactly what the the compass meant, uh, what the G stood in the middle. He didn't go into detail, but he basically told him um, that these were the signs of a Freemason. Well, at the time, my best friend had no idea what a Freemason was. They went out. They ended up going out to lunch, and Michael, my best friend, came, started coming to Peoria Thirty One and just sitting um, in the, the basically the cafeteria talking to Masons and just started talking to Masons. He said. You know, he wasn't too sure about it yet, but he, as soon as he became more positive and more sure that this was something he wanted to be, he said, "You know what, Cameron, this is something you guys check out." And it was so weird because how do you tell your best friend to check something out when you can't tell him anything about it? <laughs> <laughs> so that you know, like, how do you how do you tell how do you convince somebody to sit in a cafeteria full of old older gentlemen? I'm I'm only 32, but old, gentlemen older than myself, and just you know, come hang out, and that was I think the hardest thing for me is because at at uh, to sit, I only knew Michael, I didn't know anybody else. So so to sit and and hang out at somewhere and find out more about this to see if this was something I wanted to be, it was it was different because I had a job, I have you know a, a one year old and stuff, I had stuff that I I could do, but I still kept coming and kept coming and kept coming just because the interest level, the interest level of something new and something exciting. So when he introduced it to me i started coming here like he was and then before you know it you know this is my second year or second two and a half years now as a as a freemason and uh, two and a half
0: years that's it <laughs>
1: that's wow. it so I'm, I'm i'm still a new young mason and uh but yeah he introduced it to me and and then i came and sat and then you know
0: we're here now have you discovered any uh familial uh, history or ties
1: yeah, I, you know, uh, the cool thing is as soon as you start telling people that you're interested in masonry, because it's not something that you that people talk about in the open and it's not something that, y- you know, you even notice until you become a mason. Like, as you're going up through the degrees, you start recognizing symbols, you start recognizing certain things and I always noticed I had a great-grandfather um, that had symbols like this around his house and, of course, I never got to talk to him because he had already passed oh. but in his in his collective things, his items that, he, that we kept for him, he had his original Masonic Bible. And it was so cool because it's like from the, the early, like, 60s, you
0: Ooh, know, oh, that, nice. you know
1: it, that when he became a Mason, and it had his raised date, it had his, all his times oh. that he was raised through that. And then, you know, as soon as that opened up, I was like, I had to see all his paraphernalia. I wanted to see <laughs> anything that he had because I wanted to know more about it. And, uh, you know, the history behind him being a Mason he was in World War Two, and 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 my and my grandfather was the head of a. Um, uh, this is when they were still um, segregated, more or less. Okay. And so he, he was in was, an all-black military unit. Yes. Okay. And he was the the um and I'm, I'm I'm gonna he would kill me for butchering the term, but he was. The highest-ranking officer of that group, which uh, if he's a unit, then he would
0: be the. The Buffalo Soldiers? Do you know, uh, I'm not, I'm not sure. ignorant. It might have been the Civil War. I <laughs> no, I think that was the Civil War. I'm sorry, I am <laughs> like not good at no, history. But, yeah, anymore. but no, it was. It was.
1: He was a leader of the unit, but he. I can't. I can't remember his title. It, was a, it wasn't okay. a general, but it was like a, a high-ranking officer of of his unit. And he is a Prince Hall Mason, which I have still not dipped into okay. at all. I have not looked into Prince Hall Masonry at all. But I now finding things of that. It's you know, interesting. Yeah, and you found yeah. out after you became an ancestor. After, after the fact, you know, because you start
0: talking about people like, oh yeah, your great yeah, grandpa. Like, what nobody yeah, told me. Yeah,
1: great grandma was a uh, an Eastern Star, a Rainbow up, Girl, really? all that stuff. Cow. Yeah, Eastern Star. She was all a, a, a part of all, all that stuff. And unfortunately, wow. they, you know. To say I even ha- knew my great grandparents, I know I'm lucky because a lot of people didn't know their great grandparents. But I never did. Um, to know th- that about them and to know that you know I had been with them so much uh, during so much time, I was just too young. I was too young for him to probably want to or even go into it before they passed. Which you know just it makes me excited to know that the history is there already in my family before I even knew it.
0: But your uh, grandfather and father never never joined.
1: No, uh my grandfather, um, when I talked to him about it did say he was a Mason, but he didn't have any of his stuff, so I, I <laughs> uh you know, not to call my grandfather out or anything like that. I just never saw anything of Masonry with him, where I saw physically saw the things of my great grandfather. Yeah. So um I don't know <laughs> if he ever really belonged or not, but he said that he was part of of Masonry.
0: What about your dad? He just never joined, or never, know, never? Yeah,
1: never really talked to my father about it. Hmm. Uh Don't really, don't have a really close relationship with him. So y- yeah, if he was, I would never have known anyway. But my great grandfather and great grandfathers, uh, supposedly great grandfather for sure. That was mason
0: so other than your your best friend uh drawing you in what was the what was the draw for you? Why was it appealing enough for you to sit through that period, learn and come in and get involved?
1: I think more or less for me uh personal research like you always go and look into something that you might find interesting, but there's never the same type of information uh you can look up masonry. All day long in the internet, and you can find a gazillion million things, but you can equally find a gazillion bad things that talk right. about Masonry. So, my own personal um, outlook to see kind of like what it was really about and how it really came about. I, I mean, I wouldn't be involved in Masonry today if it was something as bad as the internet made it seem. Right. But to find out that history and, and the richness, the I love you know the United States. I love being an American. Mm-hmm. I love you know being part of this country and to see how much masonry brought, you know, the U.S. and how much history has evolved with just the United States, you know, even before it was it was still, you know, back from colonial times. But to see how it came about and to see how much it was a part of the building of our, you know, our our, our government, our everything, I think that made it very interesting to me, and I wanted to be a part of something that was like that.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people do. I think it was, uh, maybe it harkens back to a simpler time when, Every day, ordinary people could uh do anything in this country you know right. and that's kind of the appeal of masonry. we talk about you know we're all uh we're all the same yeah it's, yeah, a, brotherhood. Yeah. it's a brotherhood and it is and is
1: uh I like putting things on my phone or or even saying quotes that you know other people that are not masons might not understand, but they it hits home to them you know um there's that whole thing about uh masons uh been I forget it because it wasn't on my phone anymore been uh, making good men since the time of memorial oh, right. yeah, that's good like men better, better since the time memorial. of memorial yeah you know stuff like that and the, and people see these things and I mean, I'm mean, i not the kind of person that I don't probably I wear Masonic stuff I wear things that have Masonic emblems on them I have lots of shirts from, from the internet and stuff like that that say Mason on it. I enjoy people looking at me differently or Wondering or kind of like you know what is, what is that about what is why is that guy wearing that shirt, or why is he wearing the hat? I got baseball caps that have the logo and stuff on it people Find interest in something, or they've seen it in the past and they want to know more about right. it. So right. I, I don't know. I, I, uh, they make fun of me here at Peoria Thirty One Society. <laughs> they say I'm I'm the walking billboard for Masonry. You know, I, I, wear, I wear a lot of things that have Masonic uh, symbols on them. So I think that it finds it makes life a little bit more interesting. Can
0: you think of any of the? You've been in two and a half years. Can you think of any interesting stories, mm-hmm. uh, visitations that were really significant or? You know even I don't know parties or people you've talked to or interesting times you've had since you've been in masonry
1: my my biggest thing I think is uh now and not even just uh, every visit's interesting because every lodge is so much different than your own lodge i mean we're all pas- practicing the same ritual, but we all throw our own little spins on things that make things a little bit more cool, like uh Scottsdale they have that star deck in heaven the 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 lights, and when they throw that in there that's kind of very cool. neat on how they you know they throw that and they present things. We have some different things here at Peoria that that makes things a lot uh, a lot different. But my biggest thing, I think, has been traveling. I mean, I I don't know any anything. Every time I go to another state, or you know, even when I'm traveling to like the Caymans and stuff, I've looked up other Masons and seen what their their lodges are are like, and and seen what the ornaments of their lodges are like, and and seen you know how they do certain things. And I think that makes it that much more more exciting. Not. Just visiting the local lodges, but visiting people in other countries and trying to figure out how they treat masonry and how it affects them in their everyday oh, life. Oh, you
0: actually met, like, came out and said, did "You meet people there?" We did. I did. I met. Did I met.
1: You know, they speak perfectly, they're, uh, they're 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 from the British West Indies, so they speak better English than we do here. <laughs> so they they're very proper and they're very polite. But um, I you know we just. I kind of just asked about it. You just asked mm-hmm. about it and, and people are like, oh yeah, yeah, there's that symbol over there. on the, Over next to the docks, there's a small building that has a an etching on the sidewall and something like that. They're like, I think that's where they meet. And you know, you, know, you, just, you just kind of follow that. I, guess I still have never been over in Mexico. I, I really want to go to somebody that doesn't speak English. I have yet to to go to a, a non-English speaking lodge. But yeah, that, that would is, be interesting. That is, you know, to try to see if we can, if the symbols carry over. But yeah, you know uh, that's I think been the most exciting. It's did you get inside the lodge and? The- I did. They showed me the they showed me the inside of the lodge and and the setup is exactly the same. It's just you know you the tools and the things that they use are tailored to the place that you're that's at. Right. So I mean right. that it, it's 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 different and they use you know the stuff that's around them. So that it makes it different in that aspect because the tools and the working tools are all made up of different things that we wouldn't have here, you know, in Arizona and in Phoenix.
0: What about, uh, brothers? Are there any brothers that stand out to you that have really made an impact on you so far as you've been going through your journey? Brothers who maybe hold out and stand out as the ideal of what we practice in Freemasonry?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, you have a lot of uh, really strong brothers that are, 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 uh, that do a lot outside, outside of, of just, you know, being a Mason or just being a master of, uh, or just sitting in a line at their, lo- at their lodge. Um, uh, what is his name? Um, Nichols. We just talked about John, him. Nichols? John Nichols. He, I think he's very, I've seen a couple of different pre- presentations from him and his, you know, he always seems to, to have a lot of new knowledge and a lot of great things that, um, I find interesting and things that he've, uh, he's, uh, explained to me that I thought, great and there's another gentleman that writes um, Matt Johnson.
0: Matt Johnson, Matt very Johnson. active on Facebook. Wow, <laughs> wow! If
1: there is any guy that could give you just, if you want to learn something new every single day, you go, you talk to Matt Johnson and he has the daily dose of, of Freemasonry that he sends out on an email group. Wow, the guy has just so much knowledge, it's it's crazy and and I like to read his emails because. You're so busy in everyday life, you don't always have time to pick up a book or find research or anything like that. And he brings it to you. I thought that was really impressive. And even the master of our lodge, uh, the master of our lodge, he is... I I find it so interesting that different masons have such... They pick up things so fast and so quick where, you know, for me, I have to study it and look into it and everything. They look at this stuff and they've already, you know looked up the history ten times four and they only had to see it once like me I have to read through everything he is he's only been a mason probably three or four more years to me he's like a five year mason he's already sitting master his knowledge level and now he's DDGM right you know what I mean like he's he went from master to DGM all within you know a short period of time and he I think he is he's a, a higher up in Scottish Rite. He's a he's a he's a Scottish Rite. Uh, I'm I butcher the title, but he's one of the leaders of the uh, different degrees. Okay. You know, so he's he's been pretty impressive, and, and and I find that there's more and more men that I meet that are very impressive in masonry, just their knowledge level and and how much they pick up in such a short period of
0: time. So, what would you say to uh, brothers who might be listening to this, fifty or hundred years? Maybe it's just young men who are curious about masonry maybe it's men who have been in masonry for 10 20 years what would you say to any of those people
1: never stop learning i mean i don't think there's any mason that has ever passed or or been out of masonry and and, uh for a period of time where they maybe don't visit their lodge where they don't ever keep learning more about masonry there's so many things to learn I don't think you could ever truly learn everything that you need to know. There's not a single person I think that knows, even probably Albert Pike was, still tr- was, was learning about masonry and learning more things about masonry even after he passed. So I I just I would say to anybody that's interested in masonry or, or becoming a mason or is a mason, um, you get what you exactly you put into it. The more you learn and the more you study, the more exciting it becomes, the, but the stronger mason you become by learning the things that you actually go out and try to learn.
0: All right, Cameron, thank you very much for taking time to talk to me. I appreciate it. Thank you.